Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always, by... Trace Finicaro. And... Elio Gonzalez. Ooh, very nice. That is a one Gunner Kennedy. We are also joined by a special guest tonight, a one Joey Luquette. Joe, how are you? Great, guys. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate you spending your spending some time with us. So, um, we're just going to kick it off. We're, we're actually changing back to the old format for the night um, for this episode, episode 109. But, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you would think that we were on episode 105, but there are secret episodes. So, anyway, <laughs> in, this is great. Edit that out. We probably won't. Um, Motorola apparently is taking another whack at the uh, Razer, the uh, the the phone from uh, from, gosh, I don't know, two thousand three, two thousand four. I'm not really sure when the first Razer came about, but uh, Gunner, can you can you, can you start to tell us a little bit about that? So, uh, and because we we live in we live in peak nostalgia, um, and because. Motorola hasn't had a brand worth shit in ten years. So at the start of the year, they or at the start of last year, they had launched a new razor, and it's the it's that deal where they have the folding screen. So it's a flip phone, but it's a full screen flip phone. So it has the it has the color LCD on the front of it, and then you unfold the entire phone, and it looks like a normal smartphone. Um, the first one was. Over a grand, and it was a bunch of hot ass. Second one is even more over a grand, but less hot ass. So I think that's a I think that's a step up, right? I mean, like the bet. So I gotta add this addendum. It is the best screen phone made. Eight. Repeat. Repeat that again, Gunner. You cut out a little bit. It is the so it, it, yeah again like this the hot ass part or the the, the folding phone no part. no it is it is it you is the best. the best best folding phone made to date yeah but how the much one is that, that really saying? doesn't die well no but this get, this gets to the point it's like this is the this is actually like the pinnacle of that technology so. Again, like that's great, and that in ten cents, a, that ten cents will get you a cup of coffee. It flows, probably until the end of time. Uh, but I want to know: Has anyone ever used that folding technology? Any anyone on this on this podcast have you ever even used that folding technology prior to the release of this phone? No, we, folding screen or a folding phone? A folding screen of any kind. Yeah, no, we've we've covered it a little bit in some of the feedback. So we've covered like a little bit of the early the early troubles that like the first folding phones had where um <laughs> one of the, one of the first issues the first folding phone um it had like a plastic film over the LCD and people thought that it was it was one of those stock screen covers and they peeled it off. Rip, yeah, it rip it off. <laughs> so I remember I mean, like, that the, 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 the junk that gets caught in the hinge, people complain about that, but no, I've never used one. It reminds me of like the, the closest, FDA. They just release stuff without knowing if it's any good or not. The closest I've gotten is that I have a couple like um like hobby project electronics projects and 
like so the, the 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 type of display that is 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 um it's called an organic LED. So effectively, they print it on a plastic substrate. Right, and two, they fu- they're they're like they're like um, it's like a plasma screen TV where the fuckers burn themselves out over time. So, mm. like it, it, it's it's it, you know like you have a definite lifespan. You don't want to leave it in direct bright sunlight for extended periods because it can it can damage the emitter array and stuff like that. But um, I mean, like the the, the whole concept of a conformal, like bendy screen. I mean, like, I don't know. I just bought a new phone. Like, I, 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 I finally sprung for like something relatively modern, mm-hmm. like a Samsung S10. Yeah, I have that. And I that was at three fifty. But that I got it for three fifty, and that was like this was rich for my blood. You know. I mean, like you, you got set. What, what's the what's the iPhone 11 like? The top is it's over a thousand dollars, right? It's like thirteen hundred. Yeah. When it dropped. Well, I got a, I got a question. I mean, do you guys think? Um, and Gunner, your mic is a little bit hot. Um, I don't know if you can back off it a little bit. I got a question. Um, you know, these are like the first of the folding phones, right? I mean, this is. This what would you say the the third, like the third like like model of folding phone creation? Yep, no, yeah. it's, it's, and, it's the third. And this is the second. Yep. Um, some other uh, manufacturers have done this, but I mean, if you think about like like a wallet, right? You have some people, you know, just fold their money and put it in a clip, right? That's pretty popular. Some people have like a you know, a bifold wallet and a trifold wallet, but the the whole idea of having stuff like folded up into a smaller area is is something that we take advantage of very often. And yeah, that we want a large screen, but we don't want, you know, like let's say an iPad screen is probably a better example, right? Let's say you want a tablet screen, um, but you don't want to carry a tablet in your pocket. I think that the idea of a folding screen is is a really nice concept. It fits a lot more screen real estate in a smaller area. I I know what you're saying is that if if the experience is garbage, then nobody's going to buy it. But uh, I mean, look at how small the 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 Razer Two looks. And from what I understand, it's actually got a usable screen on the outside of the phone. And I've always. Yes. I've always wondered, like, why the the smartphones that we have, why the backs of them aren't touch touch as well. Maybe you don't need a screen on the backside, but why don't they put touch sensors there? Because uh, sometimes, like, I'm using my phone and I want to like scroll through a web page. I don't want my hand covering the screen. So why can't I just scroll on the backside? Like, why 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 couldn't they just add that as a feature? Do you ever wonder about like maybe it would if someone keeps it in their pocket or something like that and they're out touching it on accident and they was doing shit? I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah. what's the difference from the front screen though? In that case, it's not really a very. Good I would say I would say it's a similar. It yeah, it's a similar problem. And they already put the fingerprint sensor on the back of a lot of phones, so they're utilizing the back for something. But yeah. you know, put a touch screen there. So for this to have like another screen, but kind of on the outside of the phone, that's kind of cool. I mean, this is one of the few times where when you take a picture of someone else, they can see the picture of themselves. Normally, 
the person holding the phone is the only one that knows how how great the picture came out. But with the mm, Razer 2, point. since it's got a screen on the backside, they get to actually, to, it's a small preview, but they actually get to, to, to get a preview of what the photo looks like. My gut well, reaction I mean, when I, f- oh, go ahead, Joe, go ahead. I'm trying to think about it. And like, I was seriously just talking about something similar, not exactly the same, but when I look at stuff like this, I try to take it from the marketer's perspective. So if I'm sitting there and I'm saying to myself, okay, Motorola has not been doing too hot. What, what can we do? Well, obviously like the camera thing, that's something that Samsung and iPhone have. And iPhone's like more of a lifestyle if any, anything at this point. Um, so they kind of did this folding thing. We'll make it better. And then I'm thinking to myself also like, Back in the day, when everyone had a razor, that was mostly like, I remember like my parents had one and they were like in their 40s. So I guess now that would mean that they're in their, you know, 50s and 60s. So I guess if I'm Motorola, I'm also saying to myself, how do I come out with the technology that the other major phones aren't pushing as well as take people who currently don't have smartphones, which are probably the folks that had a razor back in the day if they haven't converted yet and, and market this to them. And, uh, and I get the logic. I just don't see a large majority of people and what a horrible time to release like isn't september and october when yeah it usually always drops yeah dumb yeah it's <laughs> the, and the price point they're talking about is fourteen hundred dollars which that's man for that's something you're trying to, to yeah they're trying to like launch i'll i oh. guess i would liken the front like the back of the phone or the, or the phone with the outside screen kind of smart um in the sense that it's essentially taking the place of like your your Apple watch or whatever, right? It's just a quick yeah. look. You can do a few kind of basic things and, and kind of address it. Right. Well, what I really selfies. want to know is how the hell are you ever going to convince anyone that you've somehow found a way to fold things over and over and over and even put them in your pocket and not leave a crease. Not, not wear and tear. No, that, that, that's specific. That's specifically listed. It, it will crease the screen over time. Yeah, so, and, and <laughs> the question is: the question is, is, is what's what's the value of of the lack of crease, right? And and this is where it's going to come down to how how important that is to you. I think right now, since the technology is new, that's what people are focusing on. They're saying, "Oh, well, you got a line in your screen." You know, I have a sc- I have a phone, and the screen is perfectly flat. You have a phone and the screen is not perfectly flat and there is a crease in it. And I think people are focusing on that right now. But I think that that there's practical aspects of this as well. Like, you know, I mentioned the other person you're taking a photo of can see a picture of themselves. This is one of the first phones where the where, where the, the good camera, right, the, the camera that you actually want to be taking photos with, you can do a selfie with now. So sure, yeah. you can actually yeah. hold it up and take a photo of yourself. You can do a selfie and you know what you're going to look like because the screen is on the same side as the good camera. So it actually, people who are taking selfies are going to, are going to like this feature as well. I'm not saying that the phone is, is worth it. And, and I also agree with your point, Joey, that with the nostalgic aspect and, and I feel like, like Motorola might've jumped, they might've jumped the gun a little bit on this. I think that, that they, they should have brought the razor back when they knew it would succeed. I don't know why they would bring back a nostalgic item when the technology is too expensive for anyone to be able to afford. No, not only that, but to your point, but it it takes two seconds for me to take a picture and flip my phone phone around to you um, so you can see the picture. I wouldn't wouldn't be like, oh my God, now I don't have to rotate my hand 180 degrees. No, it's what I mean is like, let's say you tell people to get in a shot, right? 
Oh, they can kind of pose by looking at the phone like, oh, that doesn't look good. Let yeah, do they can kind of see it themselves. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the point that I'm at. You're right. It, 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 you're flipping the phone over isn't that big of a deal. But yeah, they can kind of see that live preview that you would normally see. And that's one of the selling features of this phone. I'm not saying that it's 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 a $1,400 feature, but I am saying that it's if the I mean, technology gets cheap enough and if the user experience is good enough, um, it could sh it, it could be closer to what we see in the future. And you know, a lot of science fiction um, actually uses a folding phone um, in, sci in science fiction movies and science fiction TV shows because it makes so much more sense to be able to fold out a larger screen. We just you know we just have to get there. You know, and, the, and I don't I don't think the technology is there. We're like we're selling these expensive prototypes essentially. I mean, yeah. you're essentially eliminating a selfie stick. Well, not really eliminating a selfie stick, but you're probably you're you're augmenting it, I guess, if you can see the picture in there. Yeah, it's funny how so, like so, the camera's got the wide angle lenses, and now nobody uses selfie sticks anymore. No, you notice that? So highly frowned upon. Trace, what you're saying is the ideal form factor, something, something kind of like a stick. You could, you know, maybe even you could maybe even like roll up the display like like a sheet of paper. <laughs> so smooth. Speaking so of paper, <laughs> Gunner, I'm being told that there's some sort of a uh, they can use it. They've, they've successfully used a notebook paper as an LCD screen. I don't fucking have any idea what the fuck that means. But uh, tell me about it, Gunner, please. So, um. And I guess the, this gets into. So have have you ever used a Kindle? Uh, um, first the 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 original Kindle. No, no. The e ink. Yes. Yes. It's like looks like somebody drew on the screen with like a number two pencil. It's a white screen. Yep. It looks like they drew on it with a number two pencil, and you can see it. You could see like the text drawing down the screen. It's almost look like like an etch a sketch in fast in fast forward, but like on an actual white background. I've just googled it. Super cool. Understood. Okay, I see what we're talking about. So, um, and again, it's 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 funny how this technology has kind of evolved over time, because, um, you know, like it's kind of its direct ancestor is effectively those old like, Tiger electronic, game and watch Game Boy screens. Because the thing that made those the black. On those glass panels is actually ink. They were Current. polarized, weren't they? But that, yeah, that's that's part of how it would work too. But what what it was doing is that it would electrically, um, it would pass a current through the two panels of the glass, and the 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 ink would effectively flip. The Game Boy was a full screen. You know, the Game Boy was actually a full display like that, which is the way you get rot. But so the the um, ink, as they refer to it, and current implementation, it's kind of like those organic LEDs. Just doesn't it doesn't emit it doesn't emit light. It just reflects it, just like ink. Which um, is great in in high light areas, like uh, like if you're in the sun. Yeah. So great in um, low light areas. Because also the trick is, is that it uses a lot less energy, and 
the the main the main caveat is though that you couldn't have a flex you couldn't really have a flexible e-ink display and where uh but the 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 process of making one was actually relatively cheap and where uh where this coolness comes down is that uh Purdue Purdue University just demoed one where they can make a functional e-ink display and just print it on a sheet of paper. I'm confused. Um, Me too. Okay, so, what, um, you're not so, confusing us. We just wonder how it works. So what? 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 Their effect? What? So okay. You know how? You know how an integrated? You, have you ever seen a circuit board? Yeah. Like an actual like the the, the green the green slabby thingy. So, the way a circuit board's made, you have a bunch of copper lines or traces that are etched onto it. And then you have the, the board, the board kind of insulates it. So you have traces on one side, you have traces on the other, and that's how you kind of like, instead of having wires that just go directly to everything, these traces on side of the board and you put your components on it and sometimes there's you want to get into fancy stuff there's like power planes and everything all right what they did with the paper is that they've come up with this way of making what amounts because the the the, the trick is is that the e requires very little current go opaque like it, it, it kind of flips so it's, it's you know at a 90 degree angle relative to you so you don't see it you apply a current to it flips to you know the the molecule of ink flips so that it becomes something that will reflect light back you you have you you have on off so it's what you know it's if it's off same white as the back of the paper it's the the molecule is not obstructing light it's on the molecule polarizes it kind of, you know, so it, it go, you know, and it flips so that it'll start reflecting light. They did is that they instead of, so the way that they made e ink before, they have like a glass sheet, and there was, a, you know, and it's it's you had, um, all of the wiring that goes to it, back of this glass sheet, and you would etch it just like you do, um. An integrated circuit. So you're basically you're developing a photograph, and it's actually the same. You know, it, it's variations of the same process. Where yeah, the way it works, though, they made like, this work. Is it like? Uh, I'm sorry. Is it like you can only print one okay. thing, and then when a current goes through it, that's what you see, or can you like manipulate it over so and you, over and over again? So you can, stuff? Well, uh, so, so, so okay, go ahead, Trace. According to the research paper, this gets even stranger because they found a way to put the actual electricity required to to change the display inside the ink yeah. right this is where it gets really really odd um so and what, what you it's end up happening is, is you don't need a battery yeah you don't it's like yeah it's like the the display itself has enough of an electro electronic charge that it can actually flip from white to black um as well as I don't, how are they? I, somehow it's accepting the touch too. Is it some like 
like resistance change or something as you're pressing on it? So, yes, actually. So this is where this gets interesting is that, so um, the big thing, it's not the paper. It's they've come up with this particular um, plastic coating that goes on it. What it does is it turns the entire sheet of paper into what amounts to a capacitor. And you ex- putting pressure on it, actually inducing an electric current. That's you know, like so crazy. one. That's how it senses. That's how it senses. That's how it senses when you touch stuff. And when they do that, they when they coat it with that current, or the coat, they when they apply the coating, that's also how they effectively wire the thing because it's all it's it's not you're not getting current. The trick is it's not getting current to it. Getting it's grounding it. It's getting current away, and it's twenty five cents per device, which means <laughs> we could be receiving Amazon boxes. It's a throwaway. Throwaway, yeah. It's a throwaway. It's a throwaway display and touch uh, panel. We could be receiving Amazon boxes that like c- could could double as like a game controller or could double as like a, I don't know. I I mean, you'd still need some type of computer to plug it into to get output out of it. But um, I mean, think about uh, um, what was that game with the huge colored tiles that people would like, like step over each other. Was it twister? Is that what it was called? I mean, they were just circles of different colors, but yeah. Like, 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 that could actually know who's stepping on it. <laughs> like the ink itself could actually know if there was a foot on it. I don't know how much, how valuable that would be. I think people just played that game so that they could be really close to someone else's ass. I think that was the, I mean, the first that thing ass. that comes to my mind, like an obvious application would be to apply that to um, billboards and signage that usually you'd have to have somebody go up there and change manually. But I guess if you, if you had the computer to plug it into and change the graphic display, you could do instantaneously. Or yeah, especially like uh, like if you think about like um, those people that get the suction cups, get the suction cups, and they go up and they like take the like the the gas prices down with like yeah, a yeah. like a ten foot <laughs> suction cup, and they have to take down like like each number and and then put it back up. Yeah, that that seems like it would be a good because it, at twenty five cents, it would actually be. It would actually be cheaper than buying another. It, it probably would. It probably wouldn't raise the, the price of, of of the numbers at all. Yeah, but then the shit rains and your fucking little display is is done for. No, no, that that that's that's the that's the trick of this, Wade. Uh, yeah, that that's where this gets crazy. Coating the coating that they have to apply. Yes, makes it waterproof. Really. So now you're we're, just talking we're, about we're, reusable. We're, uh, now you're not even throwing shit away, it's, right? It's it's yeah. It's almost like it's almost like 3D printing. I mean, what you're doing is you're opening up screen and touch interfaces for extremely cheap uh, for the masses. You you're almost at the it, point where you would never order one of these things ever again. You would you like, know it makes me wonder like if you could have it. Out of it. It makes me wonder if you could take it and kind of have it in, in like a kind of an iPad sense. And let's say you had to go to like various places that use different interfaces for stuff like you could just adapt the thing to control whatever the heck you're plugging it into without. Oh, I got it. I like, got it. Joey, I got it. I got it. You're in like, let's say you're in like Chinatown, right? Right. And you, you're in Chinatown and you pick up the menu 
and it switches to English. Oh shit. Yes. Nice. <laughs> nice. The paper menu yep. switches to English and, and it only costs them an extra 25 cents per menu to do that. Or okay. oh, oh. you get a pizza and you know how they get a marker and they put like the little like pepperoni thing and stuff. Like they, they like check it with a marker. The actual pizza box itself could change. If you could put a, like a small heat sensor in there and the, the pizza box could tell you how hot it is. Or pizza started to get cold until they've perfected this like, like language, uh, excuse me, voice to text, you know, with in, in translating it kind of in real time and making it affordable for everybody. You just have someone type out something on a sheet of paper and then you just hit a button translate. And there, there's all the information right there, like in front of you. I, so, I think of this because I work in a place where 97% of the people are Spanish speakers and I would say 70% of them don't really speak any English at all. And sometimes it gets frustrating. I think I we might work for the same company. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, how big can they get? And is it just black and white? Can it go color? I mean, can you start like printing off like, so, I mean, like movie theater sized things? I believe it's limited to so black currently and white. Right it's now. Just, currently, it's just black and white. I guess really, we're, we're the, the, you're not thinking this through to its logical conclusion <laughs> is that. It's not just a sheet of paper. Any surface. So any surface. Imagine yes. So let's say you have a car. You know, you're talking color, but you have a car or a a, a building or like or so you can have a wall panel where there is no obvious display or control for climate. So you're you're it's the Tony Stark thing when he's touching the glass, except it's the entire it's the entire building. That's literally where my mind just went when you said that. Hmm. Or I mean, like if you really want to go to it, it's fucking thermoptic camouflage slash the predator shit, where uh, you have <laughs> you have a you have a you have a you have a garment that effectively can Ben's do the. Light octopus thing yeah well no it does the octopus thing so it just like fucking just does the image behind you and you know accordingly you know like, this also the, has, the real time the real time camouflage this has rf capabilities for communication too right yep how, how is that no, i possible? mean it's it's how, how the hell is it possible to have rf capabilities i mean it's just any effect it's really just an antenna I mean, like you know, you gotta you gotta have the circuit to dr- you gotta have the circuit to drive it. But I mean, like an RFID an RFID thing is not that ex- exceedingly complicated. It's an antenna and a antenna and a like a response chip. You know, you have the coil you have the coil that talks to the to the chip. The antenna receives it and it echoes it. You know, you're using inducted current. To, what if Dude, I don't know. If we're, I think we're a little. I don't know how off base we are because so far it's just a picture. that's like we're trying to turn this into a music player, and yeah. we're talking about some crazy well, not, but, shit. Well, like so with the RF that's transmission, real- like w- give me a real world application for that, Gunner. All right, so y- y- to go to go back to Trace's thing about the fucking or pardon me, the, the the menu that dynamically changes its language. Yeah, you know. It, you it, 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 you have a you have a smart device on you. It says, "Okay, I'm a native English speaker." That's how it figured. That's how it, that's how it knows to 
change the contents, you know, change the contents of the screen. Yeah, RF or, makes it crazy yeah, because yeah. if it's got enough current for RF inside its circuitry, mm -hmm. it gets pretty crazy because then you you essentially have a batter a battery a batteryless device that has display and touch controls. Right. Mm, okay. So now if you think about like the way that let's say you have a refrigerator, right? And yeah. the, the the refrigerator has a touch panel. Everything has to be wired. Um, once the screen has its own magnetic charge, it becomes very, very interesting. Furthermore, it, it could lead into interfaces being whatever the hell you want it to be, right? Maybe the refrigerator no longer comes with a touch interface, but yeah, it, it, it comes with, you know, you just, you just go on the website and you tell it like exactly which buttons you want, where you want them and what you want them to say. So if, if all you ever do is switch your refrigerator from ice over to water back and forth, and you really never, ever want crushed ice, you can make a button the size of your fist <laughs> and make your own touch interface, which a refrigerator is probably a bad example. Um, the tough part about these things is that you don't really, un you don't know where they're going to be applied until they start becoming um, they show adopted. Up. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> I don't know. Think about like the white labeling industry, right? So, like, let's say, um, let's say you're 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 Jeff Peanut Butter, and you have parts of your product that you actually uh, they they don't come out they don't come out right. Now, some of those products actually have the Jif logo on them um, because they were failed so late in the QA process that they've already gone through the you know the jarring process. Sure. Um, it, 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 I mean, what if you just pressed a button on it and it just switched? I, I mean, from a food production standpoint, if all you had to do was just push like the screen and say, okay, we're actually altering this. Like actually, okay. There, we had some, we actually had some, uh, cross-contamination here. So we just got to add a, add an ingredient to it or something like that. It's no longer cross-contaminated because it says right on the label that mm -hmm. it contains this. That makes it interesting as far as companies protecting themselves. <laughs> well, it makes it significantly easier, essentially. Huge ethical breach of ethics. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Because this gets into this idea that how much how much of communications legality is dependent on its permanence. You know, like just the implicit concept of like, well, it's in writing. And it's like, well, yeah, but that writing can literally change at any it's 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 kind of ironic like if it gets cheap enough where it's you have di you have dynamic paper does that mean that you actually have to say like ironic you know like, the digital copy is now considered the forever one because the paper copy can change at any time uh. i got an idea what if what if you get something right something mailed to you and it's confidential and there's an actual, the only thing you can see on the confidential document is a pin pad. And you have to actually put in a security code before the document renders. So it's like a form of, of secure document transfer. So like so the other security, side of that, security device. That is, what do we get it to the point where it does the mission to impossible, this thing will destroy itself and... You know, it builds up a chart. You have to, you have to rub it, and then it's like this thing will destroy itself, dude. In it will. Absolutely seconds. right. Yeah, the whole document just goes black. 
I don't like it. Because you, you'd want it to go black. Because if it went white, you'd just be like, did I enter my code right? But if it all went Is black, it? you're like... So, <laughs> yeah. so, so, so here's, the, here, here's, the, here's, the other, here's the other thing with this. This kind of goes back to the building thing. So, um, car makers seem to have this huge boner about getting rid of buttons in cars, making everything a fucking touchscreen. Yeah. How 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 would this how does this work if you don't have if you have the you have the best of both worlds, where effectively you, you just you, you, they're not even buttons, but the whole dash is effectively the dash is just one big device you're service. interacting with to do the controls. You imagine if you could start your car with your user's manual, like you, you open imagine. up your user's manual, it's like it's like you 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 normally would press a button to start the car, but if you want to, you could just press right here in the manual. Well, imagine if you could just fucking something in your console or something on that on that console goes wrong, and it's like, well, it's just like thirty cents to fix it, so I guess that's not that big a deal, right? Mm. See something like that that would make things super inexpensive and it has multiple applications. That's like the tough st- type of stuff that doesn't happen. You're well, right. Yeah, because there's no You're money in it, right. right? Like there's there's no money, so it won't. Uh, who's gonna Organic. spend money there's, on there's research? A, and... There's there's a lot of money because what happens is that it goes into this thing. If there's a if there's a lifespan on the display, it goes into this whole idea that you don't you never buy a car again. You're just leasing it, and then. It gets it it gets mulched and pushed into a cube. Well, then again, oh, it's like that one. technology cost twenty five cents. By the time they perfected it to do it, they're like, "Oh no, this is like two grand now." <laughs> yeah, we're go- we're gonna yep. charge you an extra ten thousand dollars for this car. <laughs> technology costs twenty five cents. You know how about um what what about origami? And when I say that, think more than just paper. Yep. So like you lost me. You know, no, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So, like, like normally with you know with origami, there's certain fold points in the paper, right? So you 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 have to like usually if you like if you buy like a, a kit for a kid, it's got these like dot 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 lines in the paper, and you just follow them in order. But if the screen can change dynamically, right? Then you could do that same type of origami, but the lines could actually change as you fold it, right? Or like Which instructions pop deal. up, like fold here, this, make this seem here, like right. But now think about that same application in, in other type of, of do-it-yourself projects, right? So let's say you're making something out of metal and you need like a perfect angle for like, let's say it's a piece of metal that, 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 that you're cutting for something and it's got to go somewhere. It's got to be part of a, of a larger project and you need a perfect angle on that. Previously, you would have to like, you know, find some way to, 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 to draw your angles onto it and then cut across those lines. Or if you if you're if you're rich enough, you just have a machine that 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 is like a laser guided um like a or, or a machine guided laser. Yeah, like a CNC. Do you know it would be really dope? Something that I dealt with today. Now, what if when I gave like my foreman a set of blueprints, if the engineering company revised them, that the print out in the field changed to the it new revision changes. in real time? <laughs> it just changes. <laughs> or if a fucking like like terrorists or cyber t- terrorists attacked it and <laughs> completely fucked with them. And now they're building something that's, that's like essentially set to like crumble. It's yeah, going to no. crumble. Yeah. No, it wouldn't take us long to figure out that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It would be even better though. If, if it like, if it just hid the fact from them that they were building a, a, a building that was the shape of a penis. 
Yeah, so that was, <laughs> you get <laughs> a lot of that in the oil just field. Never reveal that it's a penis. Directing the erection. Yeah, I think Crazy I think stuff. you're right, Joey. Though it's never going to be the cool things that we that we say it's going to be. It's going to be other weird stuff. Like it'll be like it, we'll use it so we can rebarcode bananas. Like that's right. that's going to end up being the fucking barcode system. All this awesome tech, and all or, of a sudden the UPC oh. on a banana is going to change overnight. Well, I, or uh, it does the thing where it does the fucking Amazon Facebook monitor you thing. So it dynamically changes the picture on the front of like a product to make it more engaging for you when you pick it up. <laughs> so it's like, you know what? I think this is a good I think this is a good idea. You know, it's like. You know, because they, 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 they've talked about this for a while, but now that they actually have it, like, because I remember this kind of this kind of stuff getting bandied around back in like the early 2000s. Now that it's like actually really, 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 really here. It's it, it, it gets minority report shit real, real quick. Well, the technology is, you know? is growing at such an exponential rate that it's uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's crazy. How long before? How long before we start pranking people with it, or maybe just punishing people with it? Oh, dude, you you, but, <laughs> you, but you get virus. You find out like a like like a like a like a sexual offender moves into your your neighborhood, and and you just sneak out to his car in the middle of the night, and you put all these panels on his windows, and he doesn't know because they're clear. They, they only activate when he's driving around. Seat. Yeah, a marquee that just says "rapist" starts scrolling around his car windows. <laughs> <laughs> He goes up to get coffee from Dunkin' Donuts and his windshield says, I love little boys. He kicked me in the fucking face on his back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good stuff. Well, speaking of getting kicked in the face, (laughs) since we're on that topic, um, just some video game news. Last, uh, so the last, this past consoles was the PS4 and the Xbox One, and they've released several kind of mid-generation um, versions. But uh, essentially, Sony kicked fucking Microsoft in the face as far as console sales. Microsoft got crushed. Um, we are leading up. We are almost uh, actually this November, uh, from what I've read, the next console cycle is coming out. Um, and there have been reservations other on other for different reasons that maybe they should push it back. It's obvious at this point they're not going to push it back, but I'm hearing reports that Sony is not going to have enough consoles to to go out. They have some sort of a lottery system currently to um, pre-order, uh, and the Xbox just doesn't have any AAA game titles kind of that it that it has to come out. That's not yeah, really... Uh, uh, let, let, go ahead. I want. I want. I want to clarify one thing. It's not that it does not have any AAA titles. It's that all the AAA titles that they show turn into giant fucking burning dumpster tire tire fires. It, that's, it's that's true. That that Halo that Halo fucking demo. Halo's been they almost pushed fired. Off. They almost almost fired. Was it three four seven? Yeah. Yeah. They, like after that, they had to come. There, there's a whole thing like. That basically, after that showing, 
they went radio silent for a week, and I guess the the Xbox division fucking senior management went to three four seven and had a come to Jesus discussion with them well, about how the fuck could you how the fuck could you show a game on a console whose primary so selling point is ray tracing and not have any fucking ray wow. tracing in the yeah. demo. They okay, and we I think we've covered this already, so I don't want to spend too much time on it. But they did switch game yeah, engines literally two months before. That being said, they just shouldn't have rolled it out. It should have just. I know it would have. Yes. Everyone's no. all fucking crazy about like, oh, if we release bad information, it's going to hurt us. And I understand Microsoft gunshot because they got their shit pushed in by Sony. That being said, Microsoft has released uh, both a schedule and console pricing. They came out with a little bit of a surprise. I don't know how surprising it was because there was a leak a few weeks ago, at least, about a kind of lower-powered but more affordable system called the uh, Xbox Series S. Not not uh, like the full like the big dog system is Xbox Series X. Um, and the Xbox Series S is coming out at two ninety nine, which is very affordable. Uh, I believe the. The specs are are different. Um, it can't go 8K like the Xbox Series X, uh, and it only does three teraflops as opposed to 12. Um, but that being said, uh, they're gonna. It, it looks like they're gonna have no problem filling orders um, for the holiday season. Very unlike Sony, I guess the only argument is is that you know they like they don't have the they, like Gunner said they just don't have the AAA games as, as their own kind of. Not exclusives essentially um but it is they're all also they are also offering um with no money up front like a pay to own type of thing so xbox series s is going to be starting out at 24.99 a month for 24 months and the series x would be 34.99 a month for 24 months um that would be so really clever marketing ask so is 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 the xbox has microsoft just kind of accepted that they're the track on of console brands at this point jesus <laughs> i mean track phone. i think i think this definitely they're not even looking, straight talk well um i uh, this is i don't have stats to pat to, to, to pass this on i feel that xbox one of the big turnoffs for xbox was their you know their subscription fee. They have a subscription fee for Xbox Live to play or Xbox Gold, Live Gold, or whatever the fuck it is now. Um, it's like a hundred bucks for the year, right? On top of the cost of the console, I think people with PlayStation Five that don't have to pay that price kind of view that as you know people that are really considering, hey, a hundred bucks, I don't want to shell another hundred bucks every yeah. year for this thing. I think they were kind of like, fuck this, we're gonna go with Xbox. If there were any fringe people that were on budgets. With this, if you're really on a budget, I mean, PlayStation, Sony's not telling you you can go, you can pay by month to have your to have. Your oh console. yeah, no. T- 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 so- Sony, Sony's like. Oh, have you what, have you mentioned is, that point it. yet, Wade? What's that? The the month to month console rental. I don't think you've mentioned that yet. Oh, I thought I did, but it, yeah, the, the, so for yeah, the lower four bucks for twenty four months. Yeah, twenty five if if you you know with tax and everything. Twenty-five bucks for two years, or thirty-five bucks for two years. Yeah, but you know you what? That kind of discourages me. Like, I already hate my fucking cell phone company. <laughs> I hate my cable company. I don't mm-hmm. want to fuck around with a video game company. It's true, but if you well, think about it from the from Wade's perspective of of already spending money on one of those passes, I believe the pass is included, right, Wade? Uh yes, the uh, pass community. 
Yeah, it looks like the pass is is included with those. Um, so it comes so, down to so if maybe, you're already writing a check to them, you can increase that by a small amount and get a brand new console. That's a cool. That's a pretty cool concept. If you're already stuck in paying a monthly fee, anyways. I know what you're saying, Joey, and I think you're right. Most people are moving away from contracts. They're moving towards, you know, just buying things outright and then just paying for what they use. Um, Track phone. But, but if you think about Christmas time, right? You think about parents buying a console at Christmas time, and they walk into a, you know, a Best Buy or that, you know, they're even shopping online. And they see that option, right? A lot of them are going to be buying it with a credit card anyway. So they're going to have to make those payments to a credit card company. If somebody did the math and it turns out to be a pretty good deal when you combine the game pass and the console from what I understand. Well, yeah, because the game pass alone is like 14 bucks a month or something like that. So, I mean, you're essentially, you're only spending what? If you're, if you got the S, and you're spending 25 minus 14 is 11 more dollars. I mean, to have a new console that, I mean, yeah, you're paying it off for two years or whatever, but the S is a no brainer. If, if that's the, if that's the route you want to go. Yeah. How many people do you think are just going to get both? Real tough question, especially considering. Oh, with the place with the PlayStation. Chances. I know. So, so my girlfriend's son, he actually went out last month and got a job because he's like, I'm buying an Xbox. And I was like, oh, that's dope. Good for you, man. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, what are you going to quit once you got it? And he's like, nah, then I'm going to buy a PlayStation. And I'm like, oh, shit. You're pretty serious about this stuff. Well, I mean, if he can get a PlayStation, he should buy it and sell it because there's going to be, it sounds like they're, <laughs> they're not going to be able to produce enough, which means he'll be able to double or triple his money on eBay. Well, right. and, and and this is where th- this is where things get awful interesting, because I don't think is Microsoft. Where's Microsoft sourcing the parts from this for this guy? So Sony got effed with everybody else because they all went to they all went to uh, that one company TSMC. You know, another and, thing to think about is a lot of this stuff is going to get bought by parents. And I know that like 50% of the country yep. is not too pleased with Microsoft and Bill Gates right now. <laughs> uh, damn, that's, God damn. Actually, yes, that's, that's all the chips. Those that's people, all, the chips they, all, the they all own PCs. All those people own PCs. This is uh, AMD. Um, looks like they're sourcing I think it said AMD. T- TSMC is supposed to. Oh, I mean the CPUs and AMD design. I think that they're getting there. They're getting from TS. So um, the other thing is, is that it's kind of it's kind of funny because Microsoft's big, Microsoft's big thing. What they don't talk about is that um, Xbox is basically a server chip that they're buying, and they don't care. Their idea is that if it doesn't sell in the Xbox, they're they're just going to stick them in Azure appliances. So they really just. They're hedging their bets. It's kind so of you're saying it's that because, be inter- because they need because they need these processors on mass for the cloud service. Um, they don't really care if the consoles don't sell. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, no. What, what I'm what, what I guess what I'm saying is that so if they don't um, sell, Microsoft it's not a dollar for fucking, dollar loss. Yes, because Microsoft got their fucking teeth kicked in on um, the last gen. 
Because they spent way too much money making a camera instead of, you know, just like making the console better. And then they had to kind of pivot after the fact. Like the the connect is the connect, you know, that was kind of their that was supposed to be their big differentiating thing, but it turns out that was, you know, like nobody there was no good connect experience. No, I thought it I thought and it was made, weird. I don't want to well, that, that and they didn't com- It was ahead of its time and it, and the applications that actually you could actually use it for had very little to do with gaming, unfortunately. They just they That's had sad. the technology for something cool. But it just—it wasn't really for gaming. It's crazy. Just a console generation prior, everyone was fucking wee bowling in their living room. Right. Like, yep. how how could you have anticipated that that camera wouldn't have been the next cool thing? But at the same token, I, I use a Wii now. My uh, we have we have one in uh, in in one of our kids' rooms, and I hate it. Like, I, <laughs> I, I I'm okay with a game console. I'm okay with like like the games that do require me to point, but like using like that when it, when it first launches and you try moving the hand around to click on those buttons, it takes me like five yeah. minutes to get the fucking hand on the screen. Well, it's, it's, you're disappointed with it because you're like, this is not, as, it's not as responsive as I want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So like I've been using it, a mouse pointer. I've been using a mouse pointer for years and it is nothing has ever been as bad as the little hand that moves around on the Wii. It is the shakiest, biggest pile of dog shit user interface I've ever used. That said, though, um, it's still fun. You know, once you select your game and fire the game up, we'll play Smash Brothers on it. Smash Brothers, you don't need any of that shit. The game, the game developers know. They're like, yeah, no, we're not going to make you move a fucking mouse cursor around. You, you could just hit the over button because what type of asshole would have mandated that you use that floating hand? It's only Nintendo. No. I thought the steering wheel for Mario Kart was weird. I was like, I don't like this. Oh yeah, you know you could still get those for the for the Nintendo Switch as well. Um, you can get the, the little steering wheels and the the little tiny Switch controllers that slide off. You know they have the accelerometers in them, so you can actually um, you can actually steer with a sideways uh, Switch controller as well. But speaking of Mario Kart, I, I'm sorry I didn't share this article with you guys. Did any of you guys see the latest um, the latest edition of Mario Kart that's coming out? No, but the way you're saying it's got me worried. This is really, really weird. Um, Essentially, they're RC cars with cameras on the front. And it uses augmented reality to draw like the turtle shells and stuff like that. So you have cars zipping around in one room and you're in the other room playing. And when you hit somebody with a turtle shell, their physical remote control car it's like mario and luigi for example luigi's car actually slows down and the game makes it slow down before it can go again um and you actually see like if you drive around like like you don't know like you left your underwear on the floor you can see your underwear in the game (laughs) so this is called mario kart live home circuit is the name of the uh it looks like it's the name of the game so so meanwhile crazy Meanwhile, Nintendo's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> we're going to sell RC cars. <laughs> we're going to sell like analog shit. Like, we're not, we're, oh. not, we're, we're not, fuck the video game. Now it's real. <laughs> no, no. Xbox is, no, Xbox it, well, is that, crying about whether or not Halo has ray tracing. And Nintendo's like, no, we're actually going to sell you an RC car. No, they, they, they've figured out maximum, maximum, like, Make a parent's life miserable. 
just now it's now it's like between me uh, like limited edition amiibos and this um i mean like did you see that thing where they have the 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 mario they have mario 64 mario super mario sunshine galaxy but it's limited edition digital game it's not even a physical it's not even a physical cartridge you can only buy it online mm -hmm. for a limited time that's what? interesting I know we've got the little Nintendo at our house that's got like Mario 1 and 3. I've never felt so superior showing these kids all the secrets to Mario 3. Oh, yep. <laughs> well, the very first time I warped to the end and World Woman, like, how'd you do that? I was like, you ain't got the juice like that. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking noobs. You don't know how to play Mario. Sit down and do but as you told. They got the, the juice the, like that. E e e even the thing you you know, and again, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not schooling people per se. It's not the schooling part of people part of the same. Like Nintendo, you're like, yeah, Microsoft's like, I don't know how we make game, how we make money selling games. Meanwhile, Nintendo's like, um, everything. We're at the point where not only do we sell every physical thing we fucking make. We can just per se. We can just arbitrarily say we're only we're only we're only going to let you download a file. For They're essentially months. pulling a Disney. Do you remember when Disney used to do this? I think they still do. But remember when Disney used the to vault. do this with their movies? Yep. 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 Yeah. It, like all of a sudden, like they would be like, "Oh, the Little Mermaid is available on VHS, and it's only it's only for this month." And it's like, wait. I I don't have a copy of that. I I need to go out somewhere this month and buy that. And they've been doing that forever. Sense of urgency. Yeah, but even it's this odd, like, like forced, forced um, supply and demand, where they intentionally make the supply so low that that the demand backs up, and then they've they guarantee you to get sales that that quarter. Well, which is strange because, it, well, I guess if you're gonna if you're gonna make a physical product. If yeah, with a physical it, product, they, it kind of made sense. Yeah, a digital it, product though. Why would you make that limited time only? <laughs> I was just, I was just thinking that, like, before we take it out. It may, you know what? I wonder. I wonder if it's. I wonder if they're going to go back to the old. You remember? Remember when? Um, when the game consoles used to come with a game. Yes. I wonder um, if I wonder if they're planning on doing that. So it's going to be for purchase for a limited time only because you know maybe they'll release that game as a as a standard game with the uh, with the Switch Pro when it comes out, which is supposed Dude, to finally well, support the, 4K. <laughs> this whole time yes. we've been talking well, about it, I keep thinking about that South Park episode where they do the, the Black Friday Brunderoo. Yes, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, oh my God! What's Black Friday Brunderoo or whatever it was? It's it's where like Xbox and PlayStation are going to war, and like Sony, they do bad Asian accents, and they call it a bra instead of Black Friday bundle, it's Bund a Black Friday Black bundle. Friday bundle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, it's just a matter of my time God. before that type of humor will not be allowed anymore. <laughs> it's a shame, especially especially at work. That kind of stuff all the, like I'm, so, I'm such an HR disaster here. It's hilarious. What what's so, an HR disaster? Yeah, actually, well, I mean, like, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just me. I mean, it's obviously just me, but 
and I don't know if it's being an East Coaster, but it, it seems like everywhere I go in the oil and gas industry, it's like, obviously New York doesn't frack and, and they'll allow you to like run a pipeline through it, but that's about it. Like you're not going to get anything out there. So as I go places in my industry, people are like, where are you from? I'm like, New York. And they're like, where? I'm like around the Syracuse area. And uh, it's it's just like a matter of time before I talk to them. They're like, wow, you are super aggressive. Uh, you can't say stuff like that here. And I'm like, what do you mean? I didn't even, I, I didn't even, I just told you what I thought. And uh, I get it a lot, man. I get it a lot. So you're saying that New York's actually a little bit more accepting of uh, of some of these things? I think that yeah. we're just no, no. We're, we're, I think we're just similar. Like, uh, it's I'm. I mean, I don't know how to put it. Like, uh, it's it's not anything inappropriate, but I I get a lot that like it's just like an intensity, and I'm like, well, I I mean, I'm like I'm like 150 pounds, like five eight. Like, what about me is intimidating? And just just the way you talk, you just it's get right to it. And I'm like, I I, I just I don't understand. This is construction. Every single minute we're out here, there are hundreds, hundreds of dollars are going out the window. Thousands of dollars. Like, what do you want to shoot the shit? <laughs> I've noticed the South is like that. Yes. Yeah, the South and the Midwest typically are ah, they're just a little slower. I, I don't know. Like, there's not when it when it comes to uh, no, nah, they're just they just slower. They work slower typically. Typically, your employee in the South and the Midwest are significantly more loyal. Like, they will stay with jobs typically longer um but it's not it's not like a the priority is really there to really like pump 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 i, I, can, t- I can i can tell you why right now i can tell you why right now and it's because it is absolutely horrible doing anything in new york for any period of time <laughs> well dude yeah, that's actually where i was going with it so like i look around and i say to myself like Every single construction job I've ever been on to, even if you're only making like, you know, 20 bucks an hour, for example, when you're first starting out, it, you, they work you 70 hours a week and they give you like 100 bucks an hour per diem tax free. So when when it comes out in the end, since you work so much, it's a six figure job. And I'm, I'm telling myself, like, everywhere I go, they're all over the place, you six figure jobs. And I'm like, where I'm from, if you told somebody that you get a six figure job, they'd probably cut the throat to the guy next to him. Because like he's not around like that, so I think I think maybe that's the difference. Like they're used to that shit, and I'm like, yes, yes, this is exactly what I've been looking for. <laughs> so like, I'm tell not us going a little back bit. To, I'm not. I'm not going back to State Street, bro. <laughs> so so um, and and you're you're kind of cutting your audio's cutting in and out. Do you guys hear that too? A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's everybody. It's legible still, though. Yeah, it's it's mostly legible. So so tell so so tell us a little bit. Um, um, and and we are we are getting a long time before Wade asks. Um, we're <laughs> we're we're at fifty eight minutes. <laughs> so in two so minutes, of course, <laughs> roughly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tell us what's your role there. Um, you I, I I know you mentioned fracking. Is it mostly uh is it mostly like natural gas? Oh type man, stuff? I can explain it. I can explain it so easily. So the whole industry is broken down into five things: discovery. Go find it, drilling, get it out the ground, transportation, build a pipeline to bring it somewhere, processing, turn the raw commodity into something, and marketing, sell it to the gas stations, to the homes, to the petrochem industry. What I do is the construction of the processing facilities. And depending on how busy we are, what we got going on, I'm either the project manager or the project coordinator, which means a lot of my time is spent talking to clients and basically just being the responsible party on site making sure like hey dude the clock in time is six you know the go home go home time is uh 
is this time like it's eight hours like stop putting 10 hours on your time cards <laughs> stuff like that you know so so yeah so you're it sounds like you're the one responsible for telling them to stop slacking off as well so that, i mainly put that on the foreman um <laughs> you know you have like your standard productivities of how much people are supposed to get done in a day and you take things into account like is it 110 degrees my productivity is probably going to slow down by 30 percent. is it negative nine degrees it's probably going to slow down by 70 percent. what do we got going on today is there a crane in the way is there anything obstructing so you give them a lot of slack but at, at the same time like like right now i'm in like williston north dakota like if these guys don't have this done before like December and I, I'm going to be out here in the cold. Like I'm not going to be too happy. And you said you're in the process. Well, it's really facility, fun, man. So I got into it. Uh... Well, he's building the process facility, correct? Yeah. So I'm building the cryo plant right now, and it's meant to do. It's oh, meant to turn eight thousand barrels a day into a into into a commodity. And I believe this one's doing propane and butane. But I got into it um, after Canastota. I went to MVCC and I just I got a two-year degree in drafting, and uh, I ended up venturing out into uh, Phoenix and New Mexico and Colorado area. And I got a job doing blueprints for these people, and uh, I just worked hard, man. And uh, then they threw me out in the field doing uh, project management and coordinating. So really fun stuff, really interesting stuff. That also means that you're you're probably if if you're part of the building process a lot of the time. That also means you don't get to stay there when it's done, right? No, no. So that's uh so once that's done, it moves into operations where there's people that actually are looking at the screens and looking at the equipment, looking at the pressures, looking at the production rate, and they're running around the plant, twist this valve, close that valve, open up this, activate that, shut this off, turn that on. Um, so we don't run I don't run the facility, I just build it. So does that mean you have to travel a lot? All the time, man. All the time. How long is the like start to finish, Joe? How like what is your timeline typically? Like in a project that you that you're are you put on like right from the get go and then you're you leave when it's once it's complete? So it really it really I mean it varies a lot. Like um the projects that I've been on range anywhere from one million to thirty five million. Um the one million dollar projects that I mean, it's really hard to say guys because you could have a bunch of pipe that, that, that you got to install. It's going to take a long time to weld up and a long time to paint and a long time to pressure test. And that could equal $3 million. But then you could have one concrete pad with a big compressor that's worth $10 million. And all you got to do is install it. So, so it really depends on where you're at, but the shortest duration I've ever been on a project is three and a half months. The longest was before I was here, I was in West Texas, Southeastern New Mexico and I was there for over a year building a uh, compressor station for Exxon Mobil. And uh, that took, I hated that area, man, because weird look, the hills have eyes looking people down, down there. <laughs> now, what is, so how does that work? Like, do they, do you essentially just get an apartment out there at some point, or are you living at a hotel for a year? Oh, uh, no, I, I'm cheap as fuck. What I did was, uh, I knew it was warm down there. So I found a river and I got an air mattress, and the company gave me a truck, and I would like, back up into the to the trucks of the river and i'd throw the air mattress in there and it only got to like 65 degrees at night you slept so, in the back of a pickup with an air mattress yeah it was, an air mattress. was actually really for, nice it was like camping all the time all year and, and no you, not and, no not for not for a full year but I, I would do it pretty frequently because 
I mean, I'm away from my girl. I'm away from, you know, my, my mom and King Stoda and all that stuff. And, uh, I'm keeping that hundred bucks you're giving me for, that's mine. And, and obviously works like, man, you're crazy for doing that. But I was like, you know, how come when I'm on the project and I come up with a way for us to save money, you call it building contingency or a profit improvement plan. But when I do it in my own personal life, I'm crazy. I think you're crazy. When I'm shitting in a coffee can, you call me crazy. But when you catch me outside shitting <laughs> on the side of the job trailer, I'm the fucking clapping too, huh? <laughs> Um, so man, um, you know, we had a, we had a camping episode, but we didn't really do justice to it. Um, so would you say you're sleep, but I gotta, I gotta ask you a little bit more about this. I know we're getting, we, we've gone over here, but, um, I gotta know a little bit more about this, the, 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 the sleep in the back of a truck thing. Like you said, you pulled up next to a river. Is there, was there campsites there that you would rent or is it just kind of like, like, like public property and you just kind of hung out there tell, tell it, us a little it, bit about yeah, the, the second one it was it was public property and i would uh there was always people fishing there and like hanging out there there's like pavilions and parks and i'd just back up and then i would take the air mattress and i'd plug it into the cigarette lighter and blow it up and then i'd throw it in the back of the cabin throw it sleeping back down and pass the fuck out the heart the worst thing about it was these birds in the fucking morning were going ape shit just because they're loud yeah 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 so, but you got to get okay, up so well, early that, anyway. It's that, almost like an alarm clock. And the hill rapists were sneaking up on you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to tell you right now. There's a town called Carlsbad, New Mexico. It's the strangest place I've ever been to. What was it? Carlsbad? Carlsbad. Oh, Carlsbad. Okay. Um, uh, and it, is that a place that you visited or is that where you were actually sleeping? That's where I was, that's where I was passing out and... Um, the job site was like maybe 15 miles from there. So, I mean, were you predominantly living like, like in that fishing area or was it pretty much just a place that you'd crash? Like, I mean, were you working so many hours that you really were at the point where, where you just, you were, you were working 16 hours out of your day and just, just sleeping for the remainder. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, Trey. So when I got to that job, I was the project coordinator. And then I got it promoted to the assistant project manager. Well, my project manager had some personal problems and he ended up like not coming to site and ExxonMobil got really pissed and they rec- they said everything we everything we asked with that we just go to Joseph or we're gonna we want you to make him the PM. So I kinda got thrown into like, I've never done that before. This project's worth thirty five million dollars. This is not a small company. Like this is Exxon fucking mobile I'm dealing with here. Like they've got enough work to keep our company busy for the rest of our lives. Um, I really better pull this off. So, and I also like was so displeased with where I was that I was like, I'm bringing back every dollar. So I was not renting a hotel and the company throws you the truck and they pay for the gas. So I'm like, all right, yeah, no, this makes sense to me. Now it sounds like you have a family to come home to now. Was it, was it not like this at that uh, point in your life? At that point in my life, no, I um, I was flip flopping a lot with what I really wanted to do, and it wasn't until really recently that I was like, all right, this is what I want. And now, yeah, and thanks, th- you know, thanks for bringing that up. Like things are things are great with her, and uh, I'm I'm really happy. Yeah, because I think that um, and, and and this is almost a topic for another episode, but I I feel like there's this point, um, especially as a New Yorker, I, I'm sure that that. That, that the work ethics are are wider than our state, but um, there's this point I feel like in your maybe in your twenties, um, early thirties, where there's really no limit to how much you can work, 
No, like, there's not. Like, <laughs> like from a time perspective, it's like you could, you could sleep four hours a day and just work every, like seven days a week for years. And th- as we get older, you know, we start to stop and reflect and be like, um, maybe I want to do something else on the weekends and in my evenings. But I, there's like this chunk of time. And I know Wade went through this. I mean, Wade oh, almost killed God. himself going through this too, which is why it's just probably a separate topic. But um um, it, it, it's something that I don't think that people talk about too much. Like we know that when you're in your, when you're in your twenties, you're trying to build your career. But I think a lot of people don't realize that, that, um, sometimes you just, you just turn yourself into this insane labor force <laughs> where you're doing the work of three people and your employer doesn't give a fuck. They're no, they they they, they kind of give a shit. You're not <laughs> supposed to work over. Well, dude, in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, okay, you're 32 years old. I was 32 at the time. I was like, you just got handed Exxon Mobil. You're in the you're doing the biggest project in the nation, 35 million, and you're the PM. Every other PM you know is like 64, ready to retire. Mm-hmm. Like this is your time to fucking shine. So I was like, well, how am I going to get all this work done? If I don't to, I'm going to get all the work done because I'm literally going to work. I'm, I mean, you may get up. You may know more than me. You may have more experience than me. But one thing I can do that you old fuckers can is <laughs> you will not fucking outwork me. That's not going to fucking happen. <laughs> Go to bed. Sleep is for billionaires, bro. I'm trying to get it. <laughs> anyway, I burnt the candle at both ends pretty quickly. And uh, that's why I was sleeping yeah. by a fucking river in the back of a truck. So, so how often did you hit that awesome point of, uh, you know, grave madness? Where, uh, what do you mean? You know, like you're, well, cause I just had, I just had to do, um, so cause the other day, um, by the podcast is delayed by one day. So I did an eight hour shift, came back home tried to sleep for like four hours and then immediately did another 16 hours right after that. And what's the threshold of like, am I, do you, do you ever have those moments? Like, did you have those moments where you're like, am I pissed because I haven't slept or is it because I just don't have any threshold for dealing with fucking morons at this point? Like, that, that is hard to deal with. It really is like, that's difficult. Um, I, and I mean, I'm not going to be completely honest with you. Like I have some advantages, like, I'm an ADD character, so I don't I don't really have a hard time getting turned up. Um, so if, if this is what we're doing, like I'm at work right now, bro. I'll be here till midnight. No, and, and, yep, and it's also it's also like is is e- even with the, even with the kind of the the intensity of the job per se. Is it is it just like one of those things where it's like is was it youth or was it pacing? No, it was it's like yeah, yeah, I mean, it was it was youth. With the anger you feel today is because I assume Gunner, you're a salaried employee, correct? Well, yeah, but th- so I, if you put I'm fucking so you I'm put fucking four, if you, no, you you said pissed off. If you put forty fucking in or you put eighty fucking in and you're seeing the same amount of money, that's fucking aggravating. Yeah. You're wasting your time. You're literally yes, you're working, but you're not benefiting anything I'm from. I'm, it. And there's no fucking. I'm, I'm dying. I'm dying. I guess yeah. that no really depends on how shit. pleased with I, that I'm salary you are, though, right? No, yeah. I mean, no, absolutely well, not. Because if, I mean, if it's like if, a 150, make, 160 salary, and then like every once in a while I got to work 80 hours, like I'm blessed. Yeah, I mean, it's great. But I, yes. I still, if I'm getting 160 for 40, then why the fuck am I putting 80 in, in a week? You know what I mean? Because you're getting 160, period. 
Well, I mean, I guess if that's what you hold a standard at, which I think most people, I guess, would, fine. But if I, if the agreement that I signed with you is I'm getting 160 for 40 with the with the expectation that maybe there'll be 10 here or there, I still think you're fucking. I, th- I still think. No, you're, you're right, man. Bullshit. You're right because when I, I I went salary for a little while and uh, and that was after putting in all those hours towards the end of that project in West Texas and uh, when I started doing 40, I was like. I almost regretted it because I was like, fuck, man, you're losing snap. Now if someone asked you to work 60, it would be like a big deal to you. And I don't like that. Yeah. I think that gets grading. That gets grading over time. I think when you're young, well, it's like, fuck, man, get that money, get what I can do, what I have to do to get it. Well, well no. It's, so, in, yeah, actually, to follow up with that point, it's like, because you, you're right. Is it a perspective thing? Is it just that your body can't, your body and your brain stops being able to kind of fucking take it? Or is it, um, is it just that the kind of job that you have change and it stays the same? It's just the pay, you know, like you're, like if you're always in the thick of it, it's very hard to get, have time to think. But if you have a job where you have like, you know, you have a hurry up and wait kind of stuff, especially. No, the worst parts of doing like an 80 or a fucking 85 hour week are the parts when you come home. Because when you're fucking jamming and you're doing everything to survive, you can't think about it. But then you come home and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? I literally spent so much time at work and I made no extra money doing it. I made nothing to advance it. I'm, I'm, I'm literally spending all this extra time to work. To hopefully impress somebody, because you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You ever done the? You ever done the sixty eighty hour week, and then you bring your computer home with you, and when you're home, you work anyway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's My. that's 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 it in a nutshell. It's yeah. a little tough out of the back of a truck. I mean. But he's got an air mattress, though, Trace, and that, that's a super. You guys are super focused on that. That was like a. He's super focused no, on the fact that. The- <laughs> no, it's it's I, yeah. I, I'm definitely I'm definitely embellishing a I'm, little bit in that. But I'm tell, I'm tell, it, I'm telling you what. It's that sacrifice, though. Come on, right? It's that sacrifice of your personal time, um, whether you're in a truck or not. <laughs> it's that sacrifice. Of your I'm on your. Time. I'm on your. Oh, is everyone there? I'm here. I think okay. Gunner's delayed. I think Gunner's delayed because we're talking over each other and we don't mean to. Yeah. I was gonna say I'm I'm on your side, man. I I don't I don't care what you know. Like I don't know about these two other assholes we're talking to, but like <laughs> I I see the I see the, the 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 air mattress in the back of the truck is perfectly fucking rational uh, lodging solution in your case. You know, like I you know I mean like heck, you get a tent and a freaking grill, you be you're you're good to go. I mean, it's not like, I mean, I definitely don't want to make it sound like, dude, I just chose to be homeless. So, like, I'd pass out of the truck, I'd wake up, I'd use my $10 Planet Fitness membership to go take a shower, I'd stop the McDonald's, <laughs> get breakfast, and I'd go to fucking work. Yep. Oh, because I, I guess the thing is, yeah, because this, this is, you know, and this is, maybe this, maybe this is, you know, I, I mean, like, I'm not doing petrochemical work, but, the, you know, kind of similar, similar outside gigs because the farming thing, but it's, it's full of engagement. I guess where you're gonna be, you're gonna be uncomfortable no matter what you do. So you gotta make, you, you know, you gotta make, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta maximize the return on your investment of that misery. So you might as well shit in a coffee and, can. 
<laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, listen, and it, all, all, all your shit ends so in a coffee worse can. than the shady Carlsbad Motel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're at the you're at the you're at the motel, and you're still like, um, I I think I'm gonna cash in on that that gym membership still. This shower is oh my gosh, dude, it's so bad, and, and it's one I of those think, towns. I I, it's one of those towns where you can tell everyone's brewing something in their bathtub, and you just don't want to be there. I think I may have possibly gotten foot aids from standing in the shower. <laughs> Toe shot. herpes. Well, guys, look, of- I really had a good time on your podcast. <laughs> I, I really hope I get invited back. I think it's great what you guys are doing. And uh, I got to go down here and make sure that no one blew himself up with this nitrogen test. Oh, shit. Well, yes. Joe, good, good luck. Uh, hopefully, no one is. There are no casualties. <laughs> but no, uh, pro- probably not. But you got to show your face every once in a while. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, you know, everybody. If you have any questions for Joe or anything like that, I'm sure we'll ha- we will have him on again. Um, put them in the comments and uh, give us a like and a share. And uh, Joe actually made it way easier for me to kill the show this time. So thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, not a problem, man. All right. Gunner, take us out. Ride the snake. Ride the snake. Ride the snake.